0: Welcome back again to the 100 Series Everyday Awesome Podcast. I am Juwan Arrington, and as always, we're bringing me awesome people from right here in the Quad Cities. And this week, I have a super awesome woman who is doing some cool things with an organization called Camp Climb. Emma Hicks, how are you?
1: Ah, I'm good. Thank you so much for having me on, Juwan.
0: Uh, no problem. Thank you so much for coming on. I reached out to you a few weeks ago because... I was seeing some of your stuff on social media and I was like, you know what? I really got, I got to bring you on here and talk about what you're doing because I think it's really cool. And I know with uh, also with a lot of things that have transpired in our country in the last week that, um, we also, we decided to, to kind of tweak what originally we were going to be talking about. Cause originally we were just going to talk about you and your, your camp, which we still are but also definitely want to touch base on some of the things that are going on here and the role that we discussed. And you definitely wanted to share about that. So we definitely want to get that in as well. So thank you again for being open to wanting to do that.
1: Mm, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to have a lot to learn from you and our community and being able to share this and broadcast this. It's feeling like divine timing for sure.
0: Absolutely. So for everyone out there who doesn't know who you are, just go ahead and just tell everyone who is Emma Hicks.
1: So, I'm Emma Hicks, hello, thank you for having me on, and I reside on a farm, you can hear the birds, they're being very loud right now, um, just outside of the Quad City area on the Iowa side, about 25 minutes west of Davenport. Um, I'm 28 years old, I have three children, ages 9, 6, and 4, a husband. Um, I have been an entrepreneur for eight years it's in my blood Um, my mom she raised me as a single mom she owns the bar in Calamus Iowa so I think we have a lot of local listeners so I can talk a little bit more local here Um, and she just really ingrained it embedded in me of um, just just giving yourself permission to create the life that you desire and to work hard for what you want and how Powerful determination and um, just going for what you want can be for your life. Um, I opened a storefront in 2012 up in Cedar Falls. My husband was on scholarship for football at the University of Northern Iowa. And I had that for four years. It was successful. Um, Became a leader in the Midwest industry for picking and um, selling vintage quality goods. And then in moving back to the Quad City area, we decided that when my daughter was going to be in kindergarten to start her in a school that we could see for the longevity, and I opened up a lifestyle blog um, and started to come into the Quad City area with um, my creative identity under Main and Second, which was a lifestyle blog we were renovating the farmhouse here. And um, through the renovation of that, we got picked up for an HGTV show. And that was called wow. Small Town Big Pick. Yep. Um, and so we, we filmed that and we did a lot of work. Um, from the outside, it looks like in the picking world, to get your own TV show, like that would be the top of it. And I really thought that. Um, so starting out in my storefront and then going all the way up and getting a TV show. And being able to be doing what I loved, Um, but it was definitely an external um, success. And inside, I just felt really alone, isolated, which would have been my deepest wound. um, In if I connected that back, not even knowing at the time to what my deepest wound was from my childhood. And um, through that TV show, I was connected and started to manifest in Dream Up Camp Climb, um, a community where everyone could feel seen, feel heard, feel safe to peel back the layers, expose themselves, meet themselves where they're at, where we can come to connect, not to promote, where we're all students, we're all teachers. I think I'm really learning that in COVID-19 and I think everyone else is too as a collective, that we're all experts. We all have something to learn from each other. Um, so it's been about a two-year run with Camp Climb and um, just to continue to see it evolve as I continue to grow and evolve and transform has been really
0: beautiful. That's awesome. So you have been doing a lot then with different yeah. businesses and from going from the show to camp climb that that's that is awesome i have to say as a fellow entrepreneur seeing you go out there and just do that and just make it happen is very inspiring
1: thank you thanks yeah it's so instilled in me i'm actually during this COVID 19 probably for the last two years i've really been trying to get out of that hustle and proving myself and striving um, and coming into a conscious state of being, and being able to kind of like the law of attraction, kind of be more of that, where I'm really grounded in who I am, and then I'm attracting all of the right people because of who I am, right? Like, like there's so much magic in that.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you attract to you what you are. So yeah. depending on what kind of person you are, you're gonna naturally draw in those same types of people because they have those same qualities in themselves, and it's just yeah, just the law of attraction that you want to be around like-minded people and surround yourselves and create that kind of community. And that's absolutely true. Totally agree with that. Do you
1: feel that? that? And isn't it cool as you continue to step up and um, evolve into new levels of leadership? Just like the people I attract, I'm just like, what? I continue to be jaw-dropped. Even by this, right? Like the way you're talking about what 100 Series is, I'm like, wow, the alignment I feel with you
0: absolutely yeah i've always and it's funny you mention that too because i've heard i've had people before in the past tell me that i have good company and that just goes to the brand that, go, that all goes back to the brand and to the community that you know, people people go to what they want people want to be, to be around positivity i believe that people want to be around positive i don't think we necessarily want to be around negative so when i believe when there's an outlet and a place a hub so to speak where they can find that i think naturally people who want to be around it are going to gravitate towards it
1: i agree yeah yeah it's so true so easy to get sucked into that negativity though right who we surround ourselves with is who we become and yeah that we have platforms and communities being built for the quad cities is pretty remarkable
0: yeah and it's so important too that that we find other people who are like that and are doing that and we support them. And we support them and what they're doing and their cause cuz if we help them succeed then we will succeed as well in the process.
1: Mm, so true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes. So let's talk more about about Camp Climb. You you you, you mentioned it briefly uh, about how you guys started but I, I really want to know like more about like what Camp Climb is what it provides, the types of people that it's for, some of the things that you've done in the past.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Camp Climb, we had our first annual camp in August of 2018. And in creating that Camp Climb, there was three levels you come in at, base, tent, and peak. Base campers don't have a business, we're targeting entrepreneurs here, creative entrepreneurs don't have a business and are looking to start one. Our tent campers have a business and are looking to take it to the next level. So maybe they're in that hustle state really trying to prove themselves but they're just treading water and they're not getting anywhere. And then our peak campers have made a lot of pivotal moves, are ever evolving, admired in their field. Um, And it was a lot of business, um, having business workshops throughout the weekend, having our keynote speakers um, and and wanting connection, wanting connection with other like-minded people man these birds are loud um, <laughs> i love it about birds is i was talking to a friend the other day like birds never a bird would never half sing to you like it's it's going to sing with everything it has in it it's never going to do a half ass job and i think that's i learn a lot from birds in that like come on emma like what you got to speak out speak it out um, anyways so back to camp in 2018 after coming off of that camp climb high i um It was a high, I mean, talk to anybody that was there, incredible, incredible weekend, but then right slap back into reality. um, And really missing our fellowship and just being around those women and being able to go beyond the surface level too. We really pushed hard on plugging in nature, so being able to disconnect and give yourself just a refresh with that which is really powerful, and that's something we've been sticking to. Nature is a huge, huge, huge part of the Camp Climb brand, um, and being able to connect with nature, get out of our heads and down into our bodies, igniting our five senses. Um, But after coming off of that Camp Climb high, I realized how disconnected I was from myself. Um, I had... Other colleagues and friends and acquaintances say like in 2018 of August you need to get up on that stage and speak and I just wanted to be back in the kitchen I wanted to be refilling drains, putting ice in the thing like I wanted this for the people and I had this vision to create but I didn't want to be up on the stage singing or not singing, um, speaking. I was part of a panel so I did the panel um, and What I've come to learn from that is just how much I do desire to speak my truth and to um, have a louder voice and all of that. And I started to realize how disconnected I was for myself and started kind of the personal development journey and um, getting that connection back with myself for six years in a row on my um, New Year's resolution was time management and balance. And there was this huge block inside of me that was saying that if you don't focus and work on yourself and have a connection with yourself, you are not going to make it any further in the camp climb brand. And I think I was feeling the pressure to continue to evolve and to grow the brand because of all the success that we had for that weekend. Um, so I actually started writing out everything I did during my day. I was like, okay, I couldn't remember what I ate for breakfast that morning in the afternoon. Um, everything just felt like a blur. And so I started writing everything down that I did and I did that for 21 days. And I started to really see where things were bringing me joy and where things were depleting me, where I was leaking energy. Um, And it was really powerful. We actually have created that into a workbook now. And we just launched the latest version of that workbook about a month ago. So I'm really excited to have that support, that tool out there for our community, for anyone. Um, It's an evergreen product. Um, A couple months after that, I did yoga for the first time. So I felt like that was the first time I took a deep breath, like maybe ever in my life. I feel like I've always just been breathing from about here. And then about a month after that, I went to Costa Rica and um, having my child, my first one right out of high school, I went straight from high school to adulthood. And that was like really when the proving myself started. Striving for more, I'm not gonna be a statistic. I am gonna do this right. You know, everybody's against me and I believe in myself and that's all I need right now. I'm independent, I'm strong, I got this. Um, So going to Costa Rica was the first time of me being away from my kids and really focusing on myself and prioritizing myself. And I was there for six days. Um, Thought I was going there for business, which I think that's funny, too. It's like I had to, um, in order to justify the trip, it had to be for business. It couldn't be for myself. Um, But when I got there during the first opening circle day, um, what our intention is for our time here and what is coming up for us was my marriage and um, the relationship with my husband and how I am doing a terrible job at fostering the relationship and not prioritizing it and putting everything else before that. Um, Being raised by a single mom, I feel like I just like, I don't know what like, a don't know what a really like solid, healthy relationship in a marriage looks like. So I have this fantasy in my head of what I I think it should be and nothing's ever enough. Um, Still battling with that two years later, we're getting better, we're making progress. Um, and i'm learning a lot about myself in all of this journey but then from that business retreat coming home um feeling you know a little bit more connected understanding myself i continue to navigate with the camp climb brand. we have our next um intimate intensive which is a group of 12 women we went out to oregon and um super powerful uh wow intimate intensives are really my sweet spot bringing together a small group like that where we really get to go deep and um, evolve and transform and grow together. And then we had Camp Climb 2019. And this, this last one was just, it was really powerful. 110 weekend campers, 50 more day campers coming in. Um, yeah, I, again, just about connecting with yourself a little bit more this year because I knew that that was so valuable. Before we can connect with others the way we desire, we have to have that connection with ourselves to be able to hold space for others, hold space for ourselves. Um, And now going into 2020, things have just like, oh my gosh, I think they change on the weekly of what our focus is for camp, but we're really, really, really sitting into peace and inner peace and calm and connection and conversation. just uh, like slow down and savor the moment together. I think that's what will be the flavor for Camp Climb in 2020.
0: Nice. And one thing you mentioned about having that that feeling of being at the at the camp for the first time and having those emotions going through you but having to go back to to your life after that. I know that feeling so much from all the different conferences that I've been to and just hearing from so many leaders and learning so much and just having that feeling that you're bulletproof and you're know, having to, to, to then go back to you know the real world and and all that the real world has but and one thing that i i learned is it's about not necessarily the emotion because obviously most are fleeting they'll always change but it's about remembering how you felt at the time and, and holding on to that feeling and keeping that with you and that will that will carry you.
1: Yes, yes that feeling the emotion is what we like yeah what we want to manifest we have to have that emotion as our driver. I love that so true. yeah.
0: So obviously right now can't really do a lot of social gatherings uh, right now, but do you have like 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 weekly I don't know what the word I want to use is, like, like a weekly like program, so to speak, for what you have going on? We're
1: really sitting into that and working on that. Consistency has been at the top of my mind. Um, in COVID-19, we did an offering, it was free, and it was 8 a.m. every morning till 10 a.m. every morning, Mastermind. And then we did a group coaching, kind of the same thing, a little bit different focus, and that was so powerful. Bringing together um, women who are just like, just feeling overwhelmed by life and looking to get that connection back, give back to themselves. Um, we launched a mastermind, um, a Midwest mastermind. So we have 10 women in that. That is a paid three month program that they are in right now. We have the workbook that went out. And what we're sitting into is how we can add more um, live support with that workbook because it's 28 days of logging, um, seeing your correlation between how you, um, how you energetically um, cycle with the moon, how you cycle with your period. So it's really a powerful tool for women. Um, and then also, what else? Oh, we just hosted a women's retreat that was virtual. So it's kind of sporadic right now, but we're looking to get some consistency in there One thing I'd really like to do that's been on my heart is um, just co-working time. So maybe it's like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Every um, one of those mornings we're co-working, we're checking in. Um, Just being able to have that space to hold you accountable to be working um, on whatever it is that you want to be working on. It can be personal, it can be business. Um, But yeah, so nothing concrete yet right now. It's coming. I can feel it.
0: Nice, and I like that you mentioned the mastermind concept um, for people uh, in this podcast. Would you mind just kind of explaining what a mastermind is? Because I know what it means, uh-huh. but I want I want to hear what your take take on the mastermind is.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like this goes so hand in hand too with how we were talking about how you ground in who you are and attract attract all of the right people. So this mastermind, I've attracted ten women who are like-minded and our focus is on connection, creativity and um, collaboration. So we are all coming together. Um, I put out to the world, to the universe, what it is that I like, kind of like my like my pitch. Um, and I actually went after these women one-on-one. I could really see them in this circle. And they read, you read through this description and then you're coming together. Um, it can be structured however you wish it to be structured. We are gathering a few times a month, um, virtually as groups doing some one-on-one coaching in there and then some surprise throw-ins um and then at the end we'll all get together in person but just being able to like i'm part of a mastermind too so um being able to come together with other like-minded people where you get to bounce ideas off of each other um just being open like i feel like everybody in both the masterminds i'm leading and that i am um a part of of like there's just so much permission there, um, and chance for expansion by collaborating, coming together, bouncing ideas, hearing from other people's stories that you feel so aligned with. Does that explain it, kind of?
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's basically what I think a mastermind is too. Is finding those people that you can bring together that has the same mind, get the same goals and drives, and really you're taking all your minds and just really combining them into one which is what is why that's why it's called a mastermind it's -hmm. because you're you're bringing your the best of you all together in one little ball if you want to call it a ball
1: yep master of the minds yeah
0: nice so where do you see actually but actually before i ask that question how have you been doing because Right now, it is June 4th, 2020, and uh, over the last week here in uh, the United States, there have been a lot of protests uh, regarding injustice and racism here in the United States regarding police brutality against Black people. And there's just been a whirlwind of emotions that have been going through every almost every person that... I've interacted with, whether it's at home, at work, through friends, and I know that you definitely s- said you wanted to speak on this. So I just wanted to see how you have been doing during all this.
1: Mm-hmm. I have a lot of learning to do. Um, yeah, it's it's just constantly on my mind. Um, I just I, there's something inside of me wrestling with the my, my heart is so pure and so open and my table just being for everyone. I, um, I think I have a lot of permission right now to go a little further. I'll go back to Camp Climb 2018 and marketing and kind of like who we want, you know, like promoting this for. And I was really naive at that time. I just asked a few of my girlfriends, let's be in the photo shoot. And then we'll just put on a website this is what we're looking for, and then attract that. And then through our keynote speakers, too, attracting um, that. One thing that we get a lot of feedback on that's really beautiful is that women of all shapes and sizes and ages. Um, so I'm so grateful for any woman of any shape and size. She's like, wow, like even we do a pool party, and um, they just they forget. They forget that there's that judgment there. And they think that's so beautiful that we have created such a safe space for that. One thing that we've continued to battle with in the Camp Climb industry is um the race and people of color and not in a bad way like we're not like battling with them like coming is just like we're 90 percent white here i believe here in iowa and i just haven't um i haven't felt comfortable enough to reach out and say i need a person of color in this photo shoot but i'm feeling that now Like i'm feeling so much permission to just like reach out and um how do i broadcast that I am learning how illiterate I am when it comes to racism and how much I have to learn. Um, like my heart is open. That's great. You know, like I I'm open to anybody coming, please, please come. If you're lonely, um, need, need safe space to open up. Like that is just where my heart is at. Um, but I think right now my challenge is like, how do I word that? Um, I'm doing so much conversation and healing and, um, learning with my family as well, um, and continuing to support. We actually did a woman's circle two nights ago, healing circle out here on our farm, and it was really beautiful. Um, but yeah, I, I just got off of a Swamping um, swamping series, which Swamping is like letting your anger out, and it was such a beautiful, beautiful call, um, hosted by Mama Gina out in New York and being able to hear from some other um, beautiful, beautiful women, and just both sides of the black, the white. And what one woman was saying on there was that, like, racism is just so deeply embedded in all of us, um, no matter what side you're on, and that we all just have something to look at right now and to heal and to transform from. and. I think leading with love is definitely where I like personally am feeling called to come from, and love and peace and um, safe space, um, generosity is on my heart. Um, speaking speaking out more is on my heart, but that's where like the resistance comes because I just I just don't know I just don't. I don't want to add more noise just to add more noise because I feel the pressure. I need to add more noise. I want the right words to come out. I think right now what I'm feeling called to just to the camp climb community is just saying to our community, I see you like all of the women out there that like what you're doing, how you're showing up, how you're leading from your heart right now. um, Just like acknowledging all of that. And I, I believe that that's, I am such an attractor and I see so many similarities through all of the women that I attract from camp climb and, I just know how, how their hearts are feeling right now too. And we're servers. How can we give back? What can we do right now? So um, I think that that's something maybe we could turn back to you and how can we learn from you right now um, like with you in the black community? How can I expand? How can I expand Camp Climb? What's the right way to go about that? Um, where my heart's always been feeling so called to, I want everyone there. I don't want you to, I want you to come onto our website and I want you to know that you are welcome to come to Camp climb.
0: Well, one thing I'll definitely say is that one thing that definitely attracts well, at least for me as a black man, is seeing people too that look like me in that environment as well. So even in even if it's just like for me, at least even if it's just one other person, just knowing that I'm not alone there is comforting is comforting enough. And so and that's always a good place to start. And if you need resources, of uh, maybe possible speakers, I definitely can, can get you some names as well. Uh, I know some, some amazing women who would be perfect for, for what you're doing for one of your conferences coming up. Uh, that can definitely, definitely help you out in that, in that department. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> for sure. But yeah, as of right now, I think you're doing the right things. I know that there have been a lot of my, my white friends who have reached out to me personally, just one, checking up on me, seeing how I'm doing, and two, just letting me know that they're there for me and that they care for me, they love me, and that they support me. I think you're, I think you're doing that perfectly well also. Another thing too is that you're saying that you're having the hard time with finding finding the words of what to say I think that it's okay right now to, to not be able to say anything because you're still learning uh, with everything going on and admitting that you are still learning is a big step in the process because I've also been seeing that a lot with, with people, with, with white people in this, this situation that we're in is that they're admitting that they don't know everything. And I actually had a conversation with a coworker of mine as well that, she and another woman said that they were aware that something was going on, but they didn't really address it. And I think that's what is changing this time around: is that people are addressing it more, that they're not being quiet about it, and just calling out, calling out racism when you see it. Don't don't be afraid to to turn to turn a blind eye to it,
1: especially it on say that because I've heard yeah. that a few times this week especially
0: and- on social media like especially on social media with these influencers and with our followings that we have there should in my opinion there's it's called doing the right thing and in my opinion I know that there's that apprehension that fear but when it comes to racism you don't have to be afraid to to call out racism because racism racism is bad uh, it's like my friend T.C. Boyd. He has a uh, this T-shirt that says, racism is stupid. Don't be stupid. So, so call it out. And especially with our followers, that I feel that for me, if we're not using our platform on social media for situations like this, then what are we really using them for? This is so important. This, this is so important. And we need to to talk about this, we need to address this and like, and like, who are you going to upset if you put out a post on your, on your Instagram about that? Are you really going to be upset or are you really going to be too offended if someone gets mad that you posted about that? What does that say about that person? If they're getting mad about you calling out racism Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, do you really want a follower like that? in your circle, yeah, you know, I mean, and oh, you have to be why? careful, and you have to be careful yeah. about 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 those those kinds of things, and like, because not saying anything almost encourages that. So you bring that out, and then you bring them out, and that way you can always ban them, block them, yeah, and because you don't, because honestly, like, we shouldn't want racist followers, no, so. So let's 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 weed them out of the equation and get to the good people.
1: I love this so much. The golden rule—that is one that I have always lived by: doing unto others as I would want them to do unto me. Want to say hi, Hugo? Can you say hi. Hello. Say hi, buddy. <laughs> I think you have popsicle all over your belly. Um, the. Hmm, we're gonna go with that. Being silent, so I, I hear you. Thank you for sharing that. That's beautifully said. And I just am so grateful that I'm getting reaffirmations um, from what I'm hearing on what to do, that it's the same and it's consistent. Um, that feels really good because there's a lot of noise out there. So just thank you. I'm so, I'm so grateful that this no,
0: no, is a lot no so
1: hearing. And it, it feels like such a love approach. Um, I have to share a couple of weeks ago, I reached out to um, my intern and I just intuitively asked her to, um, I, I really desired to get silent on social media. And this is before anything has outbreak outbroken broken with um, any of the racial injustice going on right now. Um, and I wanted to unfollow everyone. I had been following like 3,500 people and I just wanted a detox from that anyways. But I think that this, like, this intuitive call to get silent, I was um, wanting to get away with that, but it was almost like preparing me to get, to cleanse myself from that and then bring in the new and um, being able to, yeah, to really be influenced by those I want to be influenced by. Um, I don't know. I just thought that was kind of like crazy timing and not caring too because through that I did have a lot of people fall off, fall off and I'm with you too. I'm like, let them fall. They aren't for me really leaning into the law of attraction. Um, so yeah, so yeah, I'm feeling more called um, to just continue to open up. We have, we do have black women in our community and I'm so grateful for them and they are going to be taking over and speaking on Camp Lime platform, which I'm really excited about. Um, and then also where I'm showing up to. So like doing the women's circle and that gathering um, that I like leading from my heart and my heart right now just isn't calling. It's calling me to more intimate settings and to be able to learn from others and to hear them and to listen. Um, and then also creating that, create that space. Um, but it's just not so called to, to the social media right now. And I remember feeling like this at the beginning of COVID-19 of that impulse wanting to come through that ego, like you gotta go, 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 go. But I just like, I think this isn't going anywhere and it's something that's gonna take, it's gonna be here for a while of us working through it and continuing to talk about it and continuing to have people of color be of influence and um, be listening to them right now. Um, That it's great right now, but I don't think it's going anywhere. So I've had that slip into me this week of like, oh man, I gotta do something, but it's coming from an impulse place and not coming from heart centered.
0: If that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Totally understand that. Another thing, especially for me, because my whole brand is about positivity and you know, always looking to the bright side. So I think just naturally for me, like I have rose colored glasses on. I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to deny it. I always want to look towards the good in things, but there comes a point where you have to see things honestly and you have to address those things honestly. So on my page this week, I'm posting almost everything regarding to the Black Lives Matters movement and to keep raising awareness to what's going on because I think we definitely need to keep this going. Sure, the officers in Minnesota have all been charged, but there's still so much to do. There is so much that needs to be done. This can't stop now. And the one thing that I've always seen or sorry, that I've always saw is that in the past is that when people get outraged and then the next big thing happens and then we, we stop, we just forget about it. That cycle needs to end and we have to keep going with this. We have to keep, keep our foot on the gas pedal and keep raising awareness for this. Otherwise, we're just going to run into the same problem again and it's going to keep on happening. And we have to address these things because think about it. It took a weeks of protests, riots, bringing down stores, bringing down a police station just to get a justice system to do the right thing. And that's the problem. That's the problem. And that needs to stop. It's absolutely, it it shouldn't be like this in 2020. And that's what we need to address. That's what we need to keep talking about and keep addressing and keep putting in people's faces so that they understand that this is not okay. Mm-hmm. You know people who look like me people with this color skin should not and i see this on my 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 pages like, like people are my you no know, my got my people black people are scared you know they're scared for their lives and no one should live like that and i will do everything that i can to help in that so that that's my pledge so yeah.
1: amen amen. And that's really, I, I I know that this time will change me forever more. I know how much permission, I just feel so much permission right now that is going to me because of living through this week for the rest of my life, which I'm grateful for that blessing to have the permission to get louder, to um, ask for what I want. It's like, I wanted that. I wanted this curated um, marketing um, collaborative photo shoot, but I didn't have the guts inside to ask for it because I don't think I realized how big of a problem it was out there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that I can ask for that, that yeah. I can on people of women of color. And, um, the, the one thing that I always, so we're two years in, we aren't doing really, um, if you have local, um, speakers, um, uh, women of color, that would be amazing because we are not able to get our big keynote speakers in, um, for 2020 with everything going on with COVID-19. Um, so I'm excited for that conversation to keep going, um, but, but yeah, maybe we can talk this through too. It's like, kind of like, you know, in a workforce, they want everything, you know, they want their percentage of black people, percentage of white people, and you can tell it's all just to look good, right? For the the name of the company. And so I've always battled with this inside too, like I'm just reaching out to, um, this woman because she's black so that she can make me money and we can look more all-inclusive. But what I think I'm learning from that, and I'd love to get your, your insight on this too, um, is that I need to just broaden who I'm following on Instagram and who's influencing me. Because if I look back before this week, it was, it was a lot of white people that were influencing me. Um, And that's not just being so, unaware yeah I just wasn't aware of what I was doing yeah
0: I, I like that you mentioned that because with the 100 series my especially for June because June is Pride Month is that I always say the 100 series is for everyone and I, I say that because the whole point of the 100 series is to motivate inspire and empower I can only do so much by myself because of my personal background. I can only connect with so many people. But if I find people of various different backgrounds, black, white, Hispanic, Latino, Asian, gay, bisexual, transgender, pansexual, you name it, all those, you know, as many backgrounds as possible, I can reach so many people with this message of positivity. And I, I do my best. It's, I mean, it, it's a challenge for sure. But I try to find as many people as I can from as many different backgrounds as I can so that I can show people that, hey, this is our community. Look how amazing our community is with all these amazing people that live here among us.
1: Yes. So beautiful, right? That's so intentional. Yeah. I'm so inspired by that. I'm so inspired by that
0: and and through doing that and through doing that i of course i broadened my network i introduced myself to so many different backgrounds and like my my instagram feed is just all over the place i have so many different people from so many walks of life and it's absolutely amazing just to see just how people are different but in like really cool ways you know what i mean just just seeing like people from the arts community or from you know the the rap communities, spoken word, the fitness community, and being able to to bring them together. you know I'm bringing people from different walks of life together as well and creating even even more synergy and introducing them to different ideas and different concepts and different things that they didn't even know existed right here in this area.
1: That's amazing that is amazing, yeah, yeah and to broaden. um, In the creative industry for so long, it was so about niching down. Like the more you niche down, the more money you make. Just get really, you know, really narrow in on who it is that you're going to serve. And I have been really reconsidering that in the last couple of months. Um, And I'm falling out of love of serving the entrepreneur. I'm falling. We had a woman um, in the woman's circle a couple of nights ago and a beautiful story. She's a single mom, five girls. Um, two of them are going out of the house. She has three more left and getting ready for, she just turned 40 getting ready for, um, just stepping into new life. And she's listening to the whispers on the inside and feeling really called right now to go be an attorney. And that is what I want. Like I want to serve more, people who are listening to those whispers or that desire to listen to those, the desire to learn how to slow down enough to have that connection with intuition, universe, God, inner wisdom, whatever it is for them.
0: that. Very cool stuff. Very cool. And yeah, like I said, everything's a learning process as, as, as you know, but it's having that the mind be open to growing, because we're always going to be encountering new things, new concepts, and the 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 worst thing you can do is to completely close yourself off. Because we don't know everything. I don't know everything. I'll tell you right now. I there's so little that I know, but that also excites me because that means that there's more for me to learn, and I and I love being a student to the game of life. I love. I love that and I think that's that's something that we should all strive for is to just keep learning keep growing and have grace to understand that the next person is also they don't know everything if they say they do they don't <laughs> and and just you know just just love each other more just be kind that's actually going to be on my next shirt is simply just be kind because mm. if we just share more kindness with each other just think about you know how stronger we can be as a community if we're, we're just kinder to each other if we're just nicer to each other you know i'm i'm you know people say i'm a nice guy and i still think that i can be nicer to people
1: i think that's what everyone you know we can do more um yeah i think everyone's hearing that And even if you were, you know, somebody who's maybe doing better than me um, or was doing better with me with, um, you know, maybe like showing for me personally where my heart's really, where I'm feeling very guilty is having just a white, a white feed. Um, So, but there are other people out there that have worked so hard to have a diverse feed. Just for an example, they're being called for more. Everyone is being called for more right now.
0: Would you agree? Absolutely. And like I said before, I'm seeing people who are normally quiet about racial issues that are speaking up finally about what's going on. And because that, and that just shows the gravity of the situation that we're in, that people are stepping up and people are speaking out who are normally quiet. And yeah, there are still some people out there who haven't spoken up yet. Again, I don't know what's on their hearts so I'm not going to pass judgment on them but just seeing how many more people like on on Tuesday when people were posting the black the black pictures on their Instagram feed and just seeing how many people were doing that it shows solidarity to what's going on that I think that's that's the one part that I think a lot of people miss because a lot of people were like well posting a black picture isn't really helping the situation well it's just showing that you know you're you're in you're down for the cause yes that there's more work to be done but this is just a small effort to show the world that that we that we are all supporting each other that we are all in this together Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and it's just one day right it was just one day just blackout tuesday just yeah yeah it was just putting it down yeah yep i'm so with you
0: Wow. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot of work to be done and we definitely should keep at it, keep after it. Don't stop. You know that that's the worst thing you can do is stop and lose momentum. No nope. a good thing has happened over the past week. Unfortunately it took something very bad to happen in order for that for these things to get to where they are now. But the fact that we are having these conversations and that we're brave enough. That's the key word, that we're brave enough to have those conversations. So that That's huge. That's important. And that's one thing that we can definitely take away is that we're finally having the courage to reach out to each other and to talk more and more about this. Because I think with a lot of my, my white friends is that they were just scared to talk about this. Sure, they probably saw... Me as just another person, but deep down, unfortunately, right now, we have this, this barrier called skin color, and that that is that is that is an issue, that is a topic, and that is something that it's gonna take it's gonna take time. It's not gonna happen overnight, but you know, inch by inch, everything is a cinch, and we'll 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 get there as long as we keep putting in that an effort and work to yes. to do something about it mm-hmm.
1: yeah and really like when it's asking myself when I'm scared to speak up or I'm scared to, like bringing that back to ourselves like taking personal responsibility instead of projecting that out and trying to work through that and see where that's coming from um just the the craziness of memories coming up from um, my childhood of anything to do with an interaction between me and a black person um, that's that I'm healing from um, not that they were racist I remember one for instance in my mom's bar and my mom was dating a black man and he was in my mom's bar in Calamus and um, sitting at the bar and I remember a white guy walking in and my mom saying go to the back of the bar and shoot pool while this guy is in here. And um, her boyfriend at the time, he was from Chicago. So having a black person in Calamus, Iowa was very um, just unseen. So I'm like sitting there and thinking about that situation. Wow. So it's really been, I think a lot of people too, I think that's coming back to them. So if somebody is white and they were racist, like everyone has some shit to look at right now.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. My favorite, favorite um, quote of all time by young Pablo is observe, accept, release, transform. So yeah, it's just been a big week for me personally of observation and just accepting where we're at in the world. It's so naive again, you know, living out here on my farm and um, can feel just like very removed and just in my own little safety net out here and Um, So grateful for every black person and story that I've been able to listen to this week and um, that they have the platform right now. And like you said, continuing, continuing, continuing. It's not going anywhere. And I um, just pledge to be that for the Camp Climb brand moving forward forevermore and grateful for the permission under such terrible circumstances um, that it had to come to, to be able to open my eyes
0: but they're open now. And that's the important part. Yeah. 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 And thank you again for, for being open-minded and knowing that you want to be a part of change in the world. And, and cause you, know, you are an amazing person. And I know that just through your demeanor and through your posture, that you can take this message and reach even more people and get even more people to uh, yeah. to see what's going on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, when human rights is just like we're all united and I just pray for that day. And it's also this week has really brought me closer to God. And my daughter, she's out in our treehouse right now, and she's been picking up the Bible so much this week. So, yeah, continuing to listen to the whispers on my heart as well. Um, Yeah, Tuesday night and just listening to that whisper of bringing women together and... um, there was also a diverse group of women, which was super special. Um, just, yeah, my heart. That's personally just where my heart feels really called is just to be able to slow down and savor moments and create those safe spaces out in nature.
0: Uh, I love it. Love it. Emma, uh, where can people find you and Camp Climb if they want to look you guys up online?
1: Yeah, so Instagram is Camp Climb. Um, Our website is gocampclimb.com. Facebook, you can find us on there as well. We have a new Facebook trailblazers group, and that is a great space, private group to be able to connect and be supported. Um, Beautiful question, prompts and engagement happening on there. Um, Really focusing this June will be... Um, just using, I feel like that's something for Camp Climb, um, being able to, the platform's built, the stage is there, um, and I feel so much surrender and control and being able to open that stage up. I believe we talked about that before this, um, being able to open the stage up um, to, to continue to educate ourselves because we have a very um, large white female community there and um just all the resources and workshops out there right now so continuing to just absorb all of that and seeing what sticks and being able to share that with my community
0: amazing good stuff well i'm going to wrap up the video portion of this podcast and we're going to go ahead and continue our conversation on the audio only portion so if you want to keep up with what we're talking about please head over to itunes and spotify And we're gonna keep on chatting over there. So, thank you guys.
1: Thank you. All
0: right, and switching over to audio only version. So, Emma, one thing I I always like to ask other entrepreneurs is what are some challenges that you had to overcome through all the different businesses that you've had um, and how have you been able to get through those?
1: Mm -hmm. Um, I have I'm a pretty optimistic person um, so I love that this is a platform here that you've created too for positivity Um, I think one thing that I love to share with other people is just the baby steps that it's taken me to step out of my comfort zone continuously so that I can take bigger risks So one example that I love to share is in starting my storefront. It started out me taking $100 to a farm auction and buying and selling and flipping and doubling my money. So taking that and turning it into $200, going back to the auction and just continuing to double, double, double my money. I started from selling out of my garage on a Facebook page to opening up a storefront. And it was just baby steps outside my comfort zone and seeing like, oh, wow, people are latching on this. They're latching on this. I'm listening. I'm hearing you. Great. And I feel like I am doing something that um, fills me up and I feel called to be doing. Um, so taking that all the way from there to year one of entrepreneurship to year five of entrepreneurship and doing Camp Climb for the first time and our keynote speaker being $10,000. Um, so it would not have been possible if I didn't take every single baby step. If I would have thought about doing that, um, right at the beginning, I mean, $10,000 would have seemed, seemed absolutely crazy. So, um, taking those baby steps outside my comfort zone continuously, um, and just the risk just keeps getting bigger and the reward keeps getting bigger. Um, uh, there's struggles that I have been able to overcome. Um, I think one other thing coming to mind for me is believing in myself before other people believed in me um, when it's calling on my heart and um, for Camp Climb, for example, I didn't share that with anybody. I didn't ask for anybody's opinion on, hey, what do you think of this um, this creation that I've come up with? My inner knowing, my my intuition. God's calling knew that this is what I was meant to be doing. And so I just continued to piece together the brand and the business plan and then launched it. One day it came up with a launch, made my Instagram handle, my Facebook handle, the website, and put it out into the world and um, just stood really confident in what I created and confident that I would attract all of the people I needed to um, that were hungry for what I was craving. So I think, I think that... I don't know if that necessarily is a struggle, but I think it takes a lot of courage <laughs> to do that, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Nice. And you and so Camp Klein, you said you hold some of your events at the at the Girl Scouts uh, camp out out there, right? In in, yeah. in in New Liberty, correct?
1: Yes. Yep. So it's Camp Liberty, formerly Camp Conestoga, and so that's where we host our annual camp. Um, and then these intimate intensives that we were hosting up until COVID-19, anywhere immersed in nature. So we did um, Oregon last April, we were in Costa Rica in January, and then we were gonna have six more on the docket for Camp Climb, or for 2020 for Camp Climb, um, but those have all been put on pause. Um, but I'm really loving loving where it's directing me into uh, just, using the land that we have here and being able to bring together intimate settings of women gathering together.
0: And I know that Camp Climb is really for, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs or seasoned seasoned entrepreneurs. Have you you ever thought about like doing something for like, just for women in general? They may not necessarily have like that, you know, that, that desire to be an entrepreneur, but they can still, you know, grow and they can still you know, find something that, that they can take away because I know that there are a lot of, of women who can, who definitely be interested in something possibly mm-hmm. along, along those lines.
1: Ah, it's so beautiful that you're asking me this. It's so on my heart, calling at me so, so strongly. Um, and Camp Climb, it started out as serving entrepreneurs and I'm feeling such a call on my heart to um, serve women, serve women. Um, what I've seen for myself in um, healing and transforming is now seeing my family healing and transforming and expanding. And um, I just saw a beautiful graphic the other day when we heal, our family heals, and then that goes out and has a ripple effect on the world. Um, so I would also be curious if my future holds space for for families or for couples. Um, or you know, I don't know I think I think it's broadening a lot and arms wide open to a lot more than just the entrepreneur for sure
0: because one of my long-term goals that I have is that I would love to have a big like 100 series convention of sorts with just different people from the area. I've featured them all the time on my Instagram. obviously I featured them on my, podcast here but i've always wanted to have like a like a live presentation like a live local leadership conference of just all the all-stars if you want to call them that of the area and just bringing them in there and just let them share and then inviting people from the public to just come and just get some good stuff you know
1: wow You know, that's really beautiful. In conversation too, I've been getting some like downloads and visions of just amazing people I've connected with in the Quad Cities through putting out Camp Climb brands and coffee dates that we've had and just coming to mind what an amazing group of a collaborative project something could be of bringing together a big convention. And actually, I think this is stemming from just some of these coffee conversations that we've had of like there needs to be some big collaborative of a collaborative project happening um but i love where your heart is and that's so so amazing and so needed right
0: absolutely absolutely obviously right now can't really put together something like that you know at the current time but when the time is right it's definitely and probably actually probably would be wouldn't be a bad idea to start you know getting the ball rolling on it right now while We are really still stuck inside and can't really be in large gatherings. So I, yeah oh,
1: <laughs> Visions, I love that. I love that. I think that's amazing and we should continue to have conversations on that any way I can support you and what your vision is and connections um, that I've been able to make that are coming to mind amazing man uh, hypnosis hypnotist um, who is nationally known out of the Quad Cities, um, Coach Rue. Do you know Coach Rue?
0: Yep, yep. I was yeah. on her. I've been her, on her podcast.
1: Have you been on her podcast? I love her. I love her so much. Um, yeah. I, I, uh, um, Crunk Chocolate? Am Royce I that? Royce Burnett.
0: Royce, yeah.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Um, another place that I'm really grateful for is 392. I think that the culture that they've created there. Oh, yeah. Um, I love that place. So amazing and that's where i've met and had coffee with i think all of these people so yeah such a small world isn't it
0: oh yeah i love 392 jay and his wife jenna yeah they've done a great job at creating an amazing environment for you know people to just come and just hang out and feel welcome
1: yeah yeah they're amazing
0: yeah i'm yeah one thing too is that Actually, I was talking to Jay about doing what, what, what I was just just mentioning the the convention. Well, yeah. Jay actually gave me the idea of doing like at least on a smaller scale. I started off with with just doing it at three nine two, yes. and it could just be like like a one like like a one night event. You know, we bring in like one guest speaker, two guest speakers. You open mm-hmm. up for a Q and A session.
1: Yes like oh my gosh I love that we did um, the we did a, like a soft opening for the YWCA she Can series um, at 392 and then took the, the big opening to the Waterfront Convention Center um, and I was the speaker for both of those events but it was beautiful the one that we did it was an evening actually at 392 and being able to utilize his space. I love that. And Jay, just to be able to open up, right, his doors and give you the opportunity, man, I think that's another thing I've learned is opportunities. And that's something that I want to continue to offer, just kind of stating how um, giving my Camp Climb platform, giving that over the stage over here in June to people of color. um, That's how I feel like, yeah, Jay, like being able to give the opportunities there and hand over his, his creation is so beautiful.
0: For sure. For sure. So yeah, we'll definitely have to keep in touch and talk about this cause, cause I think that we can definitely, cause I know that you, you actually have the experience with putting on an event of that magnitude. Yeah. So I would definitely, would definitely would love, love your help putting that together.
1: Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am so open and yeah, it's definitely my sweet spot.
0: Awesome. Cool deal. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely, I'll definitely be, uh, yeah, uh, talking to you for sure. I'll have to get your, your, your number and contact info so we can uh, actually sit down and like, you know, talk about this, like seriously talk about this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't, is 392 open? Is it open back up?
0: No, they're not open. I mean, you can go in and get takeout, but can't like sit down. I mean, there, there are other spots. Like I live in East Moline, Illinois, and there's iron and grain coffee, oh. and they have an outdoor patio where people can go and sit.
1: Amazing. I've been wanting to go over there. My friend Maggie from Iron and Lace Photography. Mm-hmm. Know her? Yep. yep. She just moved over to the Illinois side and um, I see her hopping
0: over there a lot. Yeah. It's a cool spot. I've done a few photo shoots over there. It's a really cool spot.
1: I love that. It's so good.
0: Now, one thing I do want to do is I'm going to switch gears and go into a, a segment that I have called the Crow's Nest. And that's really my hot seat or my hot seat section of the podcast where if we were in person, I'd have these in a bowl and I have you pick out three questions and you'd answer them.
1: Wow! But, I love- and,
0: but instead I have them in my notebook okay. here. So I'll go ahead and let you pick a number between one and 10 and I'll ask you the corresponding question.
1: Okay. Um, let's go number three.
0: All right. Number three. What is something you live by?
1: What is something I live by? Yeah, the golden rule: doing unto others as I would want them to do unto me.
0: Love it. All right, and uh, next next number. Uh, seven. What food is your guilty pleasure?
1: Oh. Oh, I am going with pizza, pizza of any sorts. Um, I also am a sweet potato junkie. Um, Yeah, sweet potato junkie. Putting anything on top of that sweet potato that feels right, peanut butter, coconut oil, chia seeds is probably my favorite combo. It's kind of a healthy healthy one, but I love them.
0: Oh, sweet potatoes are awesome, I love sweet potatoes. Oh, and uh so good and uh one more number
1: uh let's go with let's go with one
0: all right if you could sit down and talk to anyone from the last 100 years who would it be
1: mm-hmm. oprah for sure
0: oh perfect gotta love oprah
1: <laughs> yeah oprah's good
0: cool All right. Well, congratulations. You have survived the crow's nest.
1: (laughs) I love that feature. That's great.
0: All right. So before we we wind down here, is there anything that you would like to share with the people at home right now?
1: Yeah, just that my heart is open and, um, and praying for, All people of color right now and that I pray for human rights for all and world peace and um, equality and that we all are are able to, to take away from this conversation. The thing that I think is biggest on my heart is that it all starts within and that mirror, you know, anytime we're catching ourselves Um, projecting onto others, bringing that back to ourselves and what it is that we need to heal from to transform. Um, Yeah, that's where my heart's at right now. So that would be my message out to the world.
0: Emma, thank you so much for coming on here. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Definitely love your heart. Love what you're doing. Keep at it.
1: Love you too. Thank you so much for having me on.
0: And everyone at home, thank you for checking out another episode of the Water Series Everybody Awesome Podcast. Stay subscribed to iTunes and Spotify. Stay following on Facebook and Instagram. And you will know when the next episode drops. Thank you all again. Fly high. I'll see you soon.